Well church, God has done it again. Thankfully, mercifully, He has shown me the inward parts of my heart and given me another chance to get it right. This week I want to get personal, and challenge each of us to evaluate our actions to see if they really line up with the Word of God. We as Christians are still human. We still fall short of the glory of God, and sometimes those failings hurt the ones around us that need His grace the most. But take comfort from His Word today in knowing that it can still be made right. You see, the devil is a sly little creature that likes to take our good intentions and slowly but surely twist them into something we never meant for our actions to be. And it looks different for everyone's life, what methods are used. Often it will be the urge to begin whispering, or an itch to passive-aggressively let someone know how frustrated you are with them. Other times it will be praying, as my pastor spoke yesterday, for vengeance to be the Lord's but with a bitter spirit. The passive-aggressive actions may begin as a simple coping mechanism in the middle of a stressful day, but can quickly lead to further anger when our actions go unnoticed by the one we just can't stand. The temptation too, for finding mutual support from co-workers can often lead to resentment spreading through the workplace and colored opinions that never used to be there. When Christians do wrong in personal relationships we can sometimes change the entire atmosphere of our home. And like a cancer that looks benign at first glance, if we go deeper we would recognize that these toxic, ungodly behaviors are poisoning the goodness of something that was made to be holy. Sometimes we can be selfish in how we spend our time, either away from God or simply doing nothing at all. Sometimes we hold our spouses to a double standard that we would be loath to uphold ourselves. Occasionally we can simply make offhand comments that cut like a knife, and though unintentional, we wound them deeply. But God. God offers an overabundance of hope and forgiveness in His Word for when we aren't as Christ-like as we could be in the big ways and the little ways too. The biggest hurdle that I personally face is starting out a trial or a test strong in the Lord, praying and reading with a heart that truly desires God's will, but then admittedly, I become weary in my well-doing. My prayers make the situation all the more volatile and I get frustrated. I lose focus. I take things personally that I know were never directed at my spirit. I deeply regret every time I get to that place of unholy anger at someone I should be reaching for. But I'm also deeply moved by how quickly God can change things and fix what I have broken. How readily relationships can be mended with co-workers and family members alike when we get right with God again. While many, many scriptures can lend themselves applicable to the healing process and uplift us, I want to share with you my own personal battle plan for restoration when I, and maybe you have done wrong. It starts with David's prayer after Nathan confronts him about Bathsheba. Psalms 51 4-6, For against God and God alone have we sinned. I acknowledge specifically what I have done that is wrong and ask Him to make known my inward parts, so that if there's anything in me I am unaware of I can make it right. Matthew 5 23-24, I ask God for the strength to make it right with the person I have done wrong to. The strength to apologize not just with words, but with changed actions. I ask Him to help me uplift them in the area I previously tore them down in. Matthew 7 3-5, Philippians 2-3, I repent of putting myself in the place of judgment, and remind myself that I am just as flawed. I acknowledge that I have no place to look down on anyone's imperfections and that I should be esteeming all others higher than myself. Matthew 5 7, I thank God for His mercy being shown to me, and ask Him to help me be more intentional about showing others the grace He has shown me. 1 John 1 9, 2 Corinthians 5 17, I thank God for being just and for upholding His Word and giving me an assurance of forgiveness when I have done wrong. I thank Him for helping me to embrace being a new creature in Christ, and that I don't have to be a slave to the behaviors that used to chain me. Exodus 14 14, I turn my trust back over to God and put the person I haven't been fair to back in His hands. I tell the Lord I will let Him fight for me, even if it means that the other person is never held accountable. 
I acknowledge that sometimes I can pick up weights that were never mine to carry, and thank Him for taking back the burden of justice. Proverbs 24:16. I encourage myself that even the righteous fall seven times but with God will get back up again. I remind myself that nobody in the Bible was perfect, and that my mistakes do not have to continue to define me. I remember that His graces are new every morning, and remind myself to not let the sun go down on the anger I might harbor towards myself. James 1 23-25, Lastly, I thank God for the power of His Word to change me, and shape me. I thank Him for His Word being a light unto my feet, and showing me the path back to righteousness, holiness and a pure heart before His throne. Oh what wonders await us in the power of His Word! In our pursuit to become more like Jesus, it's inevitable that there are growing pains along the way. This week I challenge you to be uplifted and changed and encouraged that there is a clear path back to a clean heart. There is restoration for relationships and the Lord is eager to help us pick up where we left off, one day at a time.